0: howl at the moon wolf pack it's the digital wolf podcast with jessica shelby and moose now kicking off this episode here's moose this episode of digital wolf podcast is brought to you by sutton's borough of rochester and as always by wroi giant fm
1: hi scott <laughs> don't forget to move your mic over closer to your face
0: yeah you're a pro at this now
1: hey just showing the ways
0: you're on the radio more than i am good lord
2: it's going to pay off.
1: <sighs> Me being on the radio more than him. <laughs> no, you guys I'm doing it teasing. together. I know.
3: <laughs> just like eat it? <laughs> I moved it away like a dolphin. A little lip massage Ooh. while you talk?
1: Yeah. you recording? Mm-hmm. I have been. Oh, awesome. great. See? So yeah. you already got that going on that, that part of it. But yeah. Yeah. So introduce yourselves. Who do we have here today? Lindsay Palak.
3: <laughs> I am Brant Bartz. Gerald. Oh, you have two last names.
2: I am kind of having an identity crisis. You're already crisis. a little bit of a star.
0: <laughs> Ooh. So.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: Hey, it's better than having three first names.
3: Oh, uh, I have three first names. Ooh. Brant, Curtis, and Gerald. Okay. Yeah. So thanks. <laughs> <for the insult. laughs> hey, it wasn't necessarily an insult. I mean, two last names, three first names. Eh. Was it Ricky Bobby? He only had two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I got him beat.
0: There you go. You're better than Ricky Bobby.
1: So today we're going to be talking about the COVID-19 connected and an update on that. So um, Lindsay and Brant are here to talk about the musical and artistic portion of mental health and the campaigns. Go ahead. and <laughs> Anything you want to start with? We can edit things too. Um, no editing as this an time.
2: update for the campaign, we currently are going to be, we actually applied for a community support grant through the uh, Community Foundation. That um, grant will fund uh, mental health education certification for 100 mental health volunteers that is being organized through Fulton County Hope. So that um, is the start. That's the kickoff. And so we're just waiting to hear back, and hopefully we'll be able to get that funding. Um, And then from there, we're going to be looking to uh, work with Fort County to support any of their mental health education initiatives that they have. Um, fun fact about Four County: uh, They um, actually have one of the most uh, well-respected mental uh, school-based um, programs in the state for supporting mental health. Uh, they just need help with scaling some of those services out, um, especially now. You know, with w- what this campaign is all about, is family engagement and support. This is something school districts have struggled with historically f- for a very, very long time. And they're now struggling more than ever with different type of communication streams that um, aren't being systematized or they're broken. And so, you know, and then the school districts are having a really hard time right now. And so are their families and so are their kids. And... um yeah, so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help those types of things around the state um, and grow it as much as we possibly can. So that's where we're at right now. Um, but So in the interim, we, um, I've been out recruiting friends, networking, getting everybody ready for when we're able to uh, kick off this campaign here, hopefully by the end of the month. Um, and we've been developing content behind the scenes. So, uh, Jessica from digital Wolf, uh, introduced me, COVID-19 crew, executive director, <laughs> <laughs> um, to Brant Gerald and right. I said, yeah, I kept calling him Grant. Um, <laughs> anyways, okay. And he happens to share my nerdiness, love for science. And, I mean, he can play a good guitar, and I'm trying to get him to sing.
3: Yeah, we'll get there.
2: <laughs> but you've—I'm—I'm I'm
3: on the same page as you though, where it's just uncomfortable in front of people.
2: Exactly. Which and
3: we've talked about <clears throat> that, which is kind of why we're here. Actually, right. I think that conversation led us to like, hey, we should talk about this on, on a podcast.
2: Yeah, and you just jumped on this little love train, didn't you, Frank? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't got the—you haven't sang the song yet,
3: though. No. Well, well, that's what we're talking about—the d- fact that I don't. Are smell you really a know? Of <laughs>
2: I know. Are you going to dance?
3: No, I definitely won't do that.
1: Your dance. Yeah, my little brother uh, will do uh, it for us. So yeah, but that's yeah.
2: what we're here. Yeah,
1: but yeah. So, tell us about the little jam sessions. Oh, our you, the basement. Creative, band. yeah, the creative yeah. sessions. What they're, what the purpose is.
3: So actually, I'm still kind of learning, but I think I got a better grasp last time we talked about it. But it's essentially just a a promotional tool to kind of show, like, this is an outlet. This is a great way to deal with, you know, mental problems and to really connect with your emotions rather than ignoring them and suppressing them. Because, you know, I actually, talking about suppression real quick, uh, it was an interesting idea because I watched a cartoon called The Midnight Gospel on Netflix, and the last episode was recorded with this Main character's voice actor's mom, who had cancer at the time. And it was a podcast type thing. They went down, you know, the rabbit hole of the story and basically were talking about his life and growing up. And he's like, you know, well, when I feel sad, you know, what should I do? And she was just really wise and I guess, you know, kind of instilled in him, like, well, you should just be sad. And it's kind of weird. Like we have this stigma that when we're sad, we just need to get better rather than sitting there and. Thinking about the fact like wow I'm sad and what does that mean and what is this you know and really I guess connecting with that fact rather than just trying to push it away and not be with it because it's uncomfortable and as humans we hate discomfort right right? so it's like you know we're always looking for blankets but there's definitely times in our human experience where we have to just experience so I guess more than anything as we talk about like the musical aspect it's it's bringing us to a point where we can start to connect to our emotions rather than mm-hmm. just continuing on and ignoring them.
2: And that, I was in my apartment and I teach yoga. And yoga has been just this incredible force inside of me and externally that has just helped me transcend all of the trauma that I was carrying around with me. Um, but I, it just... I all of a sudden remember, I mean, I grew up dancing. I I mentioned this on the last podcast. And it just made sense And when I was doing yoga that every motion that I made, that was an obstacle. And being able to hold your balance and breathe through those poses, that's what being able to stay on your path and not allow distractions to pull you in opposite directions, which is that's where the stress happens, right? And then all of a sudden I started to think, I had some really, really good teachers that helped me come to this conclusion. But I thought, well, if that phrase, life's a dance, if we actually actually just sat with words and we let them hold weight, why can't that, Like, why can't that be the way that we live our life? That, like, with every pose that I make that I'm supposed to be holding in balance, why can't they just, like, rhythmically fall together? And then I was watching my version of Netflix, ALO Moves, and (laughs) it just so happened that one of the episodes was called Yogance. And so now I'm taking a class in Yogance. And I literally played... I just... I mean, luckily, I was fortunate that I could. Um, thank you. This face mask is awesome. Um, and see, quarantinely fashion. Um, I um, luckily I was of the means that I could get a, get. A, I just went out and bought a piano. I was like, gosh, I've just been meaning to do this for forever, and I'm just gonna go get one. So I did. I went and got one. Um, and I could do yoga in my apart- in my apartment, and I combined all those three, all things that that I did as a child. And all of a sudden I started to notice that like I started like just feeling so much better because it was calming out. you know, like all of that pain that was held inside of like deep inside my muscles that I didn't know was there. It was releasing. I could, I could just feel it, and I felt so much better. And you know, crying. I like my girlfriend and I. Um, she lives in New York, and she's a doctor. She, she's a. Um, and her and I just came up with this idea that um, self loathing I said this on the last episode. self loathing is a part of the process, and to help, like, give ourselves a mantra for that. We, obviously, girls have mascara when they cry, and it's on their pillow, you know, when you're crying, and so we came up with this cheesy saying that was, like, you know, I'm proud of the mascara that's on my pillow, because, like, we do, like, we say, like, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be in this suppressed state. Well, yeah, you should. You should be in that suppressed state, because what I found also through a friend of mine um, is that... Crying and releasing crying is a part of the re- the process of releasing trauma, which is of course why we gravitate towards certain songs during periods of loathing or happiness because of association, the part of our brain that associates things with how we're feeling. So like that was something that was really helpful. Like when I told Brandt that I was like, God, I have to start doing this promotional stuff. But honestly, like the part of the universe, sorry, I'm a really big nerd. Um, The Universal Design for Learning, guys, outlet is part of the process. And being able to let it out in a community is a part of the process of growing in whatever artistic skill you're trying to grow. And no one's perfect. No one's great. But who knows? Do you know how many basement bands made it big? And I'm starting basement bands all over town. No, I'm just kidding. But, well, maybe not. I don't know, Brant. Brant, I'm kind of a lot. I don't know if Brant can handle much more. But, no. Brant, we off. already had, like, it was so cool because, like, the first time we got together, I think I said to Brant, I was like, I don't know how to do this. I know we need to do it, but I don't know how to do it. And you said?
3: Yeah, basically, I was just like, well, we're not, we're not here to be the the Taylor Swift's of the world. Yeah. I I think, yeah. And I think we had a conversation basically like, you know, if you look at something like that and you start out and you expect that you're never going to do it. And not only that, but I don't think art is exclusive to the professionals. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's human nature to, to create anything, whether it's musical or not, whether it could be drawing or painting or writing, like that's a fundamental part of who we are as humans and our existence. So we, we pretty much connected on that idea, I think, was just, you know, you were struggling with singing in front of me because we didn't know each other very well. No, you know no. And Just as much as I'm still struggling singing in front of anybody, um, my, my roommates included, I wait for him to leave and then I do vocal exercises. Do you do it in the shower? Do you sing no, the shower? no, because they're there when I'm in the shower. Oh, so I wait for everybody. I have like 30 minutes between when my one roommate leaves for third shift and my other roommate comes back for second shift that I'm like. Loud and annoying at like nine thirty o'clock, nine thirty at night. <laughs> do,
2: you, do you ever sing in the show, uh, sing in the car really loud? Oh yeah,
3: absolutely. I yeah, go on a lot of road
1: trips. I need some road trip yeah. songs.
2: What's your, what is your what is your
1: go to song? You think go to? It's always like something like classic rock that you can like sing like, or not classic rock, but a rock song like or, like alternative rock as well, like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, okay. That one's always that so one good. Or like Higher you know. Ground. Stop. <laughs> 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 yeah, something like that, or some classic rock that I know the words to. I like, I like music like like Weezer. I mean, yeah, I like some Weezer songs for sure. I mm, like the band. She's hesitant, but I don't. I don't know all the I lyrics. Playing. I don't know the lyrics. That's why yeah. I was just like, I know a couple songs. I know the lyrics. You know, I've been
2: listening to Weezer a lot for yeah.
3: some reason. I grew up on Weezer. Oh yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with Weezer. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they were uh-huh. the lyrics. Man, just mm-hmm. they got I me. I know. I was a dorky nerdy kid, and I'm like, these are my dorky nerdy lyrics. <laughs> I can connect yours. my name is Jonas <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but one of the cool things that so when Brant and, I were, Gr- Brant and I were trying to like figure out like how do we do this you know we just started kind of talking about what songs we started talking about our life you know like we didn't we
3: yeah I mean we we didn't just start playing music together and like it wasn't like super businessy where you know, if you well, were I a professional musician you just no, walk into the the session and just start playing, like, okay, here's our song list. Cool, you got your stuff down, I have my stuff. No, we we sat down and we got to know each other, I think, yeah. before we started playing music. Because I don't think we played music until like what the the third time yeah. we actually sat down. And now to we play music together.
1: And was <laughs> that the day that I was there? Yeah, yeah that was oh my the first gosh, time so, we actually yeah, played. Lindsay, like sort of Grant had to go leave to get his sort <laughs> it was yeah. just like not gonna work. So, but Lindsay sits down right when he gets back and she just starts playing. It was just so beautiful. She just, like, just, you know, felt the song. And, like, she just went with it without, like, not even needing to get her she just started, she just felt it that moment. And we just both sat there and listened and, like, appreciated, like, you doing that in front of us. And Mm
2: -hmm. it was, well, you know, I didn't even, like, because we, he had, the song that we were doing was Wildflowers by By Tom Tom Petty. Petty, And... I didn't really like the beat; was kind of fast for me. I thought at first because they kind of like to sing a little bit and a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brant was just playing it so well, and it was so it was so easy to just pick up. And I mm-hmm. thought, I, and I go, that wasn't that hard. And he goes, no. And I go, I was like, God, why was I making such a big deal about that? You know, it wasn't that big of a deal. And so now I'm like addicted because it it felt good. It felt good to like. Again, to just release this other musical instrument that I gravitate towards. So, like, I gravitate towards the piano. I'm gonna learn the harmonica, right, Jess? Yep. Somewhere over the rainbow. Yes. Um,
1: I've been practicing on the ukulele for you. Okay. <laughs> Man,
2: I need to get on. I need. Uh, I need to get on the harmonica, and then um, sing. that's I say piano? Sing. Yeah, yeah. I think same. that's it. Mm-hmm. What. It,
3: what am I going to do?
2: You're doing... You're, <laughs> no, I think... What are you... You're... Guitar.
3: Guitar. I'm working on my piano chops. Mm. I mean, I understand piano, but it's just the In physical... the theory. The physical aspect of using both hands. Um, I'm actually... I'm digging big into synthesizers. Trying to that's understand... Right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's a whole world. It's fascinating <laughs> for me, but it's, it's, a, it's a big machine. And then singing, obviously, is... I like to write. Like when I'm in when I'm in a good space and I I like to solo travel a lot. So when I solo travel, I write. And for me, it's like whatever I write is just too personal to let somebody else, you know, sing on top of. So it's like, well, I hope you're not
0: driving and writing at the same time. That might get a little interesting. I actually do that. Oh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have my note app. and You know, we live in Indiana, so you get on a good spot on 31 and nobody's around. So I'm just like, yeah, I've got a line. That's all. I don't write like a whole essay, you know. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Not to encourage it. No, maybe don't do pull that. over, but yeah. Or should always w- do w- sometimes that. I'll even voice record. Like I'll just like press record and sing terribly out of tune something close to what that's I'm a thinking. Smart idea, but yeah, actually I have a lot of friends that's that do that, that. No, When, when they make songs, they just record little bits and go home and listen to them and like oh really oh Build-off gosh
2: off. that's hard oh <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, you gotta sit in that emotional space. Yeah. For long. That's the struggle of it, I think. It's like you gotta sit there and you gotta feel something for a long time. <laughs> Gross. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: No, but it's good. I was just telling my girlfriend today she's gone through the second breakup and she said that she didn't she can't believe it happened. I was like, Really? Are you sure? <laughs> you know, like, Are you sure? You know, and then she said she hates to be alone. And I'm like, well, usually when you hate something, that means you need to sit in it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Because, you, like you said earlier, we hate uncertainty. Our brains hate it. And so we'll do anything to try and escape it. And, but really, if you can just sit in it, that's how you grow.
3: Yeah, you get to know yourself. Uh, breathe. Is, yeah. Hard to look in the mirror for too long, ain't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so tell us where you're wanting this content to go, like, and how, like, to encourage other people to create the That's content. A great idea.
2: Yeah. So, like, the whole reason why oh, I'm, I've put myself out there is because <laughs> I know I got a, I got a model. You know, I got to walk the walk. You know, I just, I don't know. You just, you got to. And so, um. It's been healing for me too in the process, but eventually we'll be, we're gonna, we're recording this stuff and we have some songs and stuff that we're um, working on, all of our stuff's on Spotify. So we save all of it on Spotify uh, at the hashtag COVID-19 playlists. Um, so we created a Spotify list and then we just listen to those songs in our in our off time, like when we're not together. And then um, we decide, like, oh, hey, you're gonna sing this, or yada yada yada. And then we come together, and we've listened to the song, and then we play together. And we, come, you know, we make it make it happen. And then um, so we're rec- that's how we work our little basement band. Um, honestly, like if you think about it, you're gonna get together with friends anyways. Like you are. Why not? Save yourself the trouble of just going to someplace to eat and grow a skill together. Build a community. You know, like, build that outlet together. Be vulnerable. Like, that's the way that, like, we grow as humans and we can grow our connections and deepen that love that we all need so desperately right now. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to go to a rooftop bar and grab some champagne with my friends. Like, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. But, I mean, I also really love Love, love playing guitar and singing with Brant in the basement in a quarantinely fashion.
3: Yeah. With the tub of worms upstairs.
1: The worm? Yeah, ball. you want to explain the worm? No. don't need to get into the Another episode. Yeah. A different episode. Speaking of learning <laughs> new skills.
3: Time. Hey, it's
2: going strong, too. Yeah. It is cool. going strong. <laughs> um, no, I think, uh, but learning Brant, I think learning Brant's opened my eyes. Not only has it helped With this creative outlet, and I get to do something with you that's fun. Like I love Mm -hmm. that. I've been meaning to learn the harmonica forever, and I love that song. What that song is a part of, like the campaign, right? So okay. So what we're sorry. Back to your question. So we are creating the content, and then we're gonna model it by putting it up on all of our 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 stations. Like so, we've got you know our website. We've got our YouTube channel. We've got uh, Instagram, TikTok which I'm still learning about, so I'm really hoping that. So
0: you're getting on board, right, as there's talk of banning it and never using it again.
2: Seriously? Yeah. That would save me a lot of learning. <laughs> I would, yeah. like I would hold off was...
1: on it for a minute.
2: Hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh my Trump gosh. is talking Friday and Saturday that he's thinking about passing an executive order to ban TikTok in the U.S. Trump? Yep. I must have missed that memo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> god that would be amazing i would really take a load off my shoulders Um,
3: just find find a niece or nephew and they'll they'll tackle for you i know i'm (laughs) going to do that i
2: am for 10 years old i I need a good high school girl like i need someone to help me with that um but i know so we're just going to be putting it all up on that and then every time someone like with the money that every time we give money to a an education initiative there was a T-shirt that earned that money. The little T-shirts working hard, you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, so that you can explain that, like how the T-shirt is the donation. Yes. So, like the proceeds go to a certain foundation of your choosing, of their choosing, of like the customer, whoever's exactly. purchasing the shirts. Yeah. Once.
2: Exactly. The donation and then once you get that shirt, <laughs> you little you just dance your dancers, sing your, your troubles away, you know, like that, and then share it with us. All you have to do is share with us on at COVID19.com or hashtags or not dot, dot com. Yeah, dot com. Everything is COVID 19 connected. hmm Um, so Instagram, our website, uh, TikTok, maybe not TikTok.
1: Um the Facebook is actually underneath Digital Wolf. So oh. if you go to our group page, you can find um, the COVID nineteen community there. Oh yeah.
2: We have the community too. I need to be better about promoting that. Um but yeah, that's uh that's that's where we're putting all our stuff is all all the art stuff
1: yeah. and that will start hopefully at the end of the month
2: yeah right I mean we're gonna hopefully get this grant and get our t-shirts and then be able to blast out the all of our musical stuff that we've been collecting um, and all of my friends that have been jumping on board and make this make this little snowball that we have been building behind the scenes finally roll down its little hill and then roll back up a big hill and then roll back down. <laughs> <the other one. laughs> Just like keep going and keep going until we can God, my friend is in Kansas, okay? He works at the Department of Education. And he said, "Lindsay, our suicide rates have gone up 40% in the last 8 years." 40% It's and I was like That's, it's 32% across the country. Mm -hmm. With COVID, I was unemployed. Well, technically I still am. (laughs) But um, I went through some really hard times. Um, I have a lovely family. I had the means of, again, a wonderful psychologist. Had I not had that, like i don't know you know like i went through a lot of rough stuff the last few years and i'm okay you know i'm okay i i i'm i'm, I'm okay but um a lot of people aren't hmm. and a lot of people are in way worse situations than i was at and then you know it's just you know it's it's a tough time and we need mental health education more than ever yay
3: yeah, I guess it's it's important to point out too, like with the uh, the artistic aspect of things, you're not expecting us to produce everything. You're actually expecting other people to kind of jump on board from wherever they are in the world and be like, "Well, here's me playing guitar in my bedroom too," and you know, it's kind of opening that conversation beyond just the scope of this organization and this group.
2: Yes, um, my hope is that so the way the brain works whatever you see, you you read, you watch, you listen to, whatever it is that you're putting inside of your body, you're feeding your brain. And if you're seeing, just like, I mean, this stuff goes viral all the time. You know, you see like the ALS challenge. That was amazing. You know, like, how good did you think that was? Like, I mean, how did you feel? Like, someone's doing something good to solve a problem that badly needs to be solved. It was a bright time that brought awareness to a terrible disease that my dad actually had. Well, he has chronic Lyme disease. But even that's getting some publicity now. So, like, but it feels good when your heart, whatever your heart is aching and there is awareness and happiness that is the antidote of whatever that feeling is, it feels good. And that's scientifically then. You just see that enough and enough and enough. It changes the way your brain thinks. Even science says so. Doesn't it, Jess? Absolutely. I know. Are you disagreeing with me? No, (laughs) of course not. But not Brant. Speaking of science, you know <laughs> how I knew Brandt was the one for me? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what was that little physics lesson you gave me about music?
3: It might be too nerdy for no, most it's people not. listening. I don't
2: know. You know what? What, you, what was one of the most popular shows on television?
0: I don't know. Depends on who you ask. I'd okay. say Bill Nye.
2: It was. A science show. Yeah. It's a science show. It's on NBC. Big Bang Theory. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. It w- So, people really like that nerd yeah. stuff. So, hit it up, nerdy.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess we were probably, I think, just talking about the uh, relationship with colors and music. Yeah. And the connection with, you know, a lot of the physical nature of the world. And there was actually a guy that... Over a beer. <laughs> it was actually an Isaac Newton idea that sort of stemmed from him, I believe. And it was that, for example, the color orange and blue, he related to music theory as being a perfect fifth to each other, which if you know anything about music theory, that's a very soothing sound. It's basically, you could think of it as two notes next to each other that is very comfortable. It's about as comfortable as you can get to just hearing one note. (laughs) Um, So basically that idea that as you move up, you know, sound being a frequency, as you move up higher and higher and doubling those frequencies, which in music that makes an octave, but beyond the audible range of sound, you get into the frequencies that color actually are because they're light frequencies. They're not the same, they're not the same, uh, medium, obviously right. sound moves through air and color is light, but, uh. As you get up there, eventually those the space between two notes actually starts to resemble the different color patterns that we see and it. They have the same emotional impact to us that sound does. Well, it's very-
2: because how our brains like how they measure. Um, one of the ways of measuring how. Um, like overstimulate, st- stimulized you are is through brain waves. And so. That being like if we're bodies of energy, waves like the the wave, the sound wave or the sound waves will affect your brain waves. Mm -hmm. And so there's the tie between music and your brain because your brain waves are what you're measuring and trying to calm down when you're trying to escape that very static, uh, like stressed point in time. Mm So, like, I mean, all stress, if you're too, if you're really happy, that's stress. If you're really sad, that's stress. If you're, like, somewhere in between, that's stress. The cerebral state of mind that goes back to that yoga that I was kind of talking about earlier, being balanced, that's the the ideal state. And when you start to think about, hmm, that's my ideal state, what percentage of the time am I in that state? For me, it's still even pretty scary like <laughs> how much I'm not in that state. And I've been practicing yoga for like eight years, you know? And so music helps, though, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And Don't be afraid to try a new instrument. You know, there's so many tutorials out there. Right, and master's classes now. You can learn from other people, you know. Yeah, yeah you're going to
2: teach me the harmonica.
1: Yeah, I'm still learning myself, so it's yeah in learning ukulele yep a little you're- bit of keyboard so I, I read vocal music so it's transferred over a little bit but then so I have to go in and learn how to read the the notes for the keyboard. I like I, I don't like playing chords as much on the keyboard. I like just to play the vocal notes so I can sing it mm-hmm. and then same with like the ukulele I found that I like finger picking more than I like strumming. So, I want to just play the notes and actually hear the song instead of have just play the chord and just sing the song. Yeah, so, feels, I want to be able to hear it without having to sing, you know. Feels
3: a little churchy when you're with it. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I got there. this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it's just it's great like you for just, starting, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm learning to strum. Like the strumming yeah. pattern is something I'm not used to. So, I'm learning those. And yeah, it's very yeah. therapeutic and just you kind of just zone out and you're just focusing on learning and reading and trying something different. Yeah.
3: No, and I think that that's important. Like, art's not exclusive to the best. Right. You know, it's exclusive to.
1: You don't have you know, to
3: have a copyright, and and you know, getting better at something and just writing, creating. It's, mm-hmm. Our
2: brains—it's either we're surviving or we're creating. Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. I mean, so. Well, even, I, what?
3: I I feel like stress is induced when we're not creating. actually doing something. I mean, you you can we live in a community full of it. There's people that go to work and they work in a factory and they come home and they don't get time for themselves every day and they build up yeah. more and more s- stressful lives. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, most of the, the most relaxed and I guess, uh, productive people. I know they, they kind of take that time. They, they spend a lot of time with self love, I think, which is, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're just sitting in a room and breathing, being alone or whether you're expressing yourself, like, Finding your center helps you operate in a different way that allows you, I think, to kind of offer something to other people.
2: Even science says so. <laughs> hashtag. Yeah. No, we can't. I love that saying too much to hashtag it. Oh, okay. I mean, Don't want to the ruin hashtags it the are already of kind of like getting a little nutty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> that teasing. was, no, it is. <laughs> that was I'm just so glad she goes along with it and tells me yes. Yes. <laughs> She will put her foot down, but I'm like, I know that it's not that bad, and it's cute still, because she hasn't put her foot down yet. But yeah. she, I know when she puts her foot down that it's legit.
1: I usually put my foot down to, like, certain things with the design. It's just like, oh, okay, right, we got to simplify that. Like, it's just – it's usually not because I want to say no to what she wants. It's just, like, how we're going to do it.
2: No, she seriously, like – I mean – God, she is, like, the most – I actually had to apply your patience to a client I was working with the other day. And I did – I pulled a Jessica. I for sure <laughs> did. Oh, my Like, gosh. I just – no, it was very professional. She's nice. just – I mean, it's really fun working with someone you grew up with and then being professional at the same point. Like, And it's, like, got it. We have such a good energy now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so good, you know. I don't know. Good things are gonna happen, they are. We are doing the right things here. We all are. And Pat, Paul,
1: I did that on purpose. Okay, I was like, oh my gosh. That's why we were just kind
0: of sitting here and I just sort of chuckled about it. Okay,
1: I didn't know he knew.
2: (laughs) I told him in
0: there. Okay, when okay. I brought his yeah. birthday cake. Happy. Wait,
2: let's sing. We're gonna sing. No, okay. this is a show. It was <laughs> what
1: Paul we just and Scott's about? <laughs> birthday, so we're gonna sing "Happy Birthday, to Scott." Ready? One, hmm. two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Paul and Scott. <laughs> Happy,
0: Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. See, there, you got to sing yeah, in front. Of no, it was it really sorry. I, I, like it I either, heard how okay. quiet you, you brought, you brought either, it down. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you brought it down really, really. really
3: well, and I did really a quiet. little cute falsetto to make it funny. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hide behind my humor. There we right. go. Well, is there well, anything else the you guys want medicine. to plug?
1: Any? I think you did pretty good with all the social media stuff. Any final thoughts or? Advice the science
3: is on the website,
1: it's getting there, it's it will be. There.
3: Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the, the hashtag science says so is getting up there, though.
1: No,
2: it, it's not a <laughs> hashtag, I just like say okay. it. But okay. the yeah. science blog, I did pull a bunch of um, like, I there's a bunch of screeners that are on there that you can go on to see, and they're from the mental, uh, some legitimate source. I promise, it's like mental health association or something like that, something completely legit. Um, you can go onto the website and take all these screeners and test out, like, do I have anxiety? Do I have, like, you can look at it from a parent's perspective. You can look at it from a kid's perspective. Like, all of these screeners. Like, I just took a screener yesterday because I had to, or the other day, like a while ago, I had to take one. You have to take, I took one on Google to see if I should even go get a COVID test because I that cold. And so I'm like, just take the screener and see, like, it asks you questions about yourself, you know, and you can find out, you know, I mean, a lot of people are, most people are stressed. A majority, there's actually been um, some uh, chiropractors I've been working with is that like with this like testing tool that a majority of people that come into their office are, they're stressed Mm -hmm. and you don't know that you're stressed. Like I didn't know that I was stressed. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, dang. That's just with a level I would have never guessed how deep that treasure box was. You know, mm-hmm. and not the rich one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being here today.
3: Uh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Keep howling at the moon,
0: Wolf Pack. This has been the Digital Wolf Podcast. Stay tuned for another episode and be sure to pick up the latest edition of Digital Wolf Magazine online at digitalwolfnetwork.com.